Welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us today on the journey towards self-mastery. Our next guest is the man behind the sounds of Mastermind. He's a self-taught musician born in Jamaica. He grew up in Asbury Park in New Jersey. At the age of 12, he taught himself how to play the drums and the keyboard. He would later teach himself the bass guitar. He graduated from Academy Charter High School as the valedictorian of the class of 2008. In college, he taught himself how to cut hair. This would lead to him becoming shop owner of The Kingdom Comb, a barbershop located in New Jersey. He's also owner of Spinstrumentals that focuses on directing and producing music videos as well as producing instrumentals for various artists. He's performed at Carnegie Hall in France, South Africa, NYC, and The Saint in Asbury Park. Let's welcome today, Mr. Mikhail Brown. Okay, how you doing today, man? Yo, yo, what's going on, bro? I'm cool, man. How you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm hyped to get into this, man. It's so funny with like uh, certain friends that I have, like you, man. Like we never really get into like, you know, what you do. Like we always talking about other stuff. So right. this is actually going to be like <laughs> one of the first times we actually getting in, like really into kind of what right. you do, man. Right. Get into the nitty gritty. Yeah, man. Like. Right. I'm, I'm I'm ready for this, man, because a lot of this stuff I've never asked you before, man. We just always been grinding together, you know. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. That's man. how it go, man. That's exactly how it go. Yep, but thank thank you for the time, man. I know you're a busy dude, and I appreciate the time, man. Right, no doubt, man. No doubt. Yes, sir. So let, let so how how did uh things get started for you, man? Like, um, before the whole valedictorian, before you know, playing the music, uh, learning to play music on your own. And uh, all of that, like, where where did it first come from? Well, in terms of in terms of music, bro, like, it was weird. It's like I remember sitting at the lunch table, like, probably like fifth grade. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm humming melodies. I'm humming bass lines. I didn't even know that there was bass lines. I'm just humming stuff. <laughs> but I'm just, you're right. I'm just making songs in my head. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking everybody could do that. You know what I mean? But you know, eventually, I guess I guess I just always had the ear for it. Mm. You know what I mean? So. When I had the opportunity to learn, like, like um, what was it like around like twelve? Uh, one of the, one of the guys there, he's the pastor now. Actually, he gave me like one or two drum lessons. He was showing me the basics. So this is that church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, this was, okay. Yeah, this yeah this is that church. And and if y'all know anything about black churches, man, it's like <laughs> it's like once you learn one instrument, bro, you just start branching off to all yeah. the other instruments. <laughs> so true. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So you taught me the basics with the drums, and I mean, I ain't gonna hold you, bro. At first, like the learning curve was crazy. I'm like, yo, this don't even make sense. Like how, <laughs> like how, like 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 you know what I'm saying? Like the body mechanics of it all. I'm like, yo, how does this even work? But once mm-hmm. I got it though, bro, it was like the the, the learning curve was just straight up, bro. You know what I mean? So mm. and that and that started me on my on my on my musical journey. Okay. So how like what was that time frame like where you you know, you started off at the church, you didn't know what you was doing to like, you got comfortable and nice. Like when, when did that happen? Well, I mean, you know, you know, you always got to be a student in the game, bro. <laughs> you know sure. what I'm saying? So, so it's like, <laughs> so it's like, even when you feel like you're nice, you really got to humble yourself and be like, nah, I could, I could be better. Cause there's some cats out there that blow me out the water. 
Mm. So, so, um, so really and truly, I would say just to get the basics down, probably took me like, probably like, uh, probably like between like four and six months, probably. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And even then, after I got the basics down, it was more or less being comfortable playing in front of people. Cause it's mm -hmm. a whole different animal when you, when you're in a church dolo and you know, you're working on your chops. Mm -hmm. And then when it's showtime and, and ch man, church people are the worst, bro. <laughs> like, like they want perfection and nothing, bro. Like cats, cats is getting kicked, bro. It was bad. <laughs> cats is getting kicked off the drums. Yo, it's like the time gotta be right. And then we shouting and I'm saying it's a Jamaican church too. So we, mm. we shouting and they shout real quick. Like it's just mad quick, bro. So it's like, you know, it really, it really, it really, really molds you and develop your musicianship. So, yeah, man, that's that's a lot of pressure too, man. That, that needs to, oh. be, to be nice with the drum. What was it? The drums and then the uh, yeah, that I bring something to the keyboard. Yeah. the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. Like it was, it was pressure. But but once I got it, you couldn't tell me nothing, bro. I was I was going for blood. That's awesome, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. So as far like on the school end, you know, obviously you were valedictorian, so that means you were doing something right, right? Like so. What were some things that that you did to kind of put yourself out there to be one of the best in your high school, pretty much? Oh, all right. So, how do I put it? the The thing that I noticed, right? Mm -hmm. It was like the spirit of procrastination, mm. and it's like I always been, I always been mature. So, like, I was, I was twelve, thirteen. Like at the time, I was learning to play drums. Right, I was in middle school. Right. Mm -hmm. I was I was 12, 13, so I'm in like I'm in like sixth, seventh grade. Mm -hmm. Um or about to be going to eighth or whatever. And I'm hanging around people that's like uh juniors and and, and seniors in high school. Mm. Those are the people I was hanging around. So they put me on a lot of things like from jump. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what happened was that I noticed that there was like kind of like a procrastination, I'm saying, with my class or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So me, I just did things sooner than later. Mm. And once I found out, like once I found out the culture and how the school worked, because I, the way that the uh, academy charter worked, right? Mm -hmm. You have to have an average of eight. Uh, yeah, you have to have a, no, let's say, try, yeah, you have to have an average of 93 or above in the class. Mm -hmm. And you have to have an 85 on the midterm or above to be exempt from the final. Mm. So we took midterms and we took finals, right? Mm -hmm. Right. So if your if your grade average in the class was a ninety three, mm -hmm. and you had at least an eighty five or above on the midterm, right, you don't have to take the final. Nice. Right. So once I once I knew that, I was like, wait. So I don't gotta take the final exam if if this this this. You know what I'm saying? And and I knew I was good with with books and you know just figuring out stuff in my head. So I was like, all right, boom. If I do this sooner than later, I I should be good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it just turns out that I guess I worked, I outworked everyone and I did it before them too. So by the time people was trying to catch up, it was already too late. Yeah, that's that's amazing, man. Just that you had that knowledge at, at that age to, to understand that. And I think what you just said too is important about hanging out with people older than you, that are wiser than you, that already been through it. So they can Bro. kind of school you, you know, on which direction to go, what to do and things like that. That's, that's important, man. Because a lot of people especially young people, they hang out with people their age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's hard for them to get into those older circles. So that's important, man. Yeah. And and it's like, because remember, experience is the best teacher. Mm. And it doesn't necessarily have to be your experience. Mm -hmm. 
So if you got experience from other people and they're telling you X, Y, Z, and you believe what they say to be true, then mm-hmm. you should definitely take heed and, and, you know, follow suit. Yeah, that's so true, man. That's that's great advice, man. Um, And did you, were you involved like in any clubs too and things like that, like activities? Um, nah, <laughs> nah, bro. Like, like uh, I was one of those guys where it's like, I could have played, I could have played football. I could have, pl- I could have, probably could have played basketball like I got I got better like towards my senior year I don't know how that happened but but I was one of them dudes where I was just like yo I'm here to knock out these grades mm-hmm. and then get home <laughs> like that, <laughs> like like that was my mindset like I didn't want to be at the school no longer than I you know what I mean than I had to be I really knew how to like separate different things in my mind but um but I mean I I ran track though track was the only oh, okay. after school sport that, that that I did do cool 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 what, 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 what events did you used to run Oh man, I did. Let me say, two hundred was my favorite race. I was spanking everybody in two hundred. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I was I was pretty fast, but the one hundred, bro, it's like I couldn't I couldn't reach top speed in the first. In, you know what I'm saying? In a hundred yards, I, I need a little bit more than that. So I did one hundred, two hundred. I did the the four by two, four by one, and I did a sixteen hundred and the eight hundred. Wow, that's that's versatility right there, man. That's right. di- mid distance to sprinting, man. Yeah, wait. You 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 um you ran track too, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What um what have, I'm trying to remember? What events did did you did do? I do? Yeah. Um, I ran 400, 200, uh, a couple four by ones, um, four mm-hmm. by fours. I was like a long jumper specifically. Like that was like my ma- my major event. Okay. And then triple jump. Triple then, jump. You know, right. every time, every now and then, ran an eight hundred or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was pretty much pretty much what I did, man. Sprinting and jumping. What, yo, I, I like I like how you made that sound like easy. Like yeah, every now and then, you know, I did eight hundred or two. <laughs> nah, I hated the eight hundred. I'm not gonna hold you, man. I bro. hated the eight hundred. Oh my god, yo. Yeah, Oof. I hated it. I hated the eight hundred. Any sprinter but, hates the eight hundred, man. If you're a sprinter, you hate the eight hundred. Like so, like automatic. <laughs> right, right, and and that and, and the thing too, I had to do the sixteen hundred and the eight hundred. So like. Like a- after a while, I had to drop the sixteen hundred. Though I was like, "Yo, coach, let me just focus on the eight hundred <laughs> because because those events are back to back." So, so yeah, that's like, crazy. Yeah. That, yeah, your coach, your coach was bugging, man. <laughs> the mile and eight hundred back to back. Hey, hey, bro. <laughs> and and see and see the crazy thing is right. Like the same guys that I'm talking about, right? The mm-hmm. same guys that um that was hanging around, right? Bro, we I'm talking about, bro. These dudes got me sharp with everything, like. We used to read self-defense books. We used to read things about science and watch these documentaries. And I'm I'm in middle school, bro. That's amazing, man. Shout and, out to those guys, man. Looking yeah, out. Yeah, let me all right. Shout, shout out to Sheldon, man. Shout out to Sheldon Smith. Let's go, big bro. That's what's um, up. And 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 the first time we went jogging, because I was always fast. I was always a sprinter. Mm-hmm. We went, I went jogging with him. We hitting the beach on the sand. He was like, yeah. He was like, yeah. I, you know, we played ball together. He was like, yeah. I see that you kind of got some speed. He was like, yeah. Let's let's jog. I'm like, all right, bro. That, I could do that, mm-hmm. bro. We got in the sand. This man left me. <laughs> I'm talking about we. Uh, uh, dang, you don't you don't know the distance, but we probably did like a couple miles in the sand, bro. Wow. And you you know how that go when mm-hmm. you run into the sand, bro. This man and we reached like certain checkpoints. So we started in Asbury and we ran to um. That we ran to the end of like Bradley Beach. That's probably like about like a mile or some change, probably. Mm. Long story short, bro, this man 
Like I stopped. I was winded because this is my first time even jogging and much less on sand. Mm-hmm. So Shel- Sheldon left me and then he he reached the checkpoint. He jogged back to me, jogged <laughs> with me. Right. Like like this dude was just a savage, bro. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like being around people like that, mm-hmm. like I still jog, I still jog on the sand to this day. So so you see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like now when I started being in track, I was already versatile. So I developed wind. I had speed already. Mm-hmm. And it was resistance training, so you know, shout out, shout out to Shell, man. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Um, so that, um, like growing up in Asbury, man, like what you know, a lot of people don't know what type of environment that is, man. So what, what was it like growing up in that area, man? And what type of area is it? Like, what was you know, what was going on? Definitely urban. Mm-hmm. Um, Asbury to me is home sweet home. Um, you know, when you grow up in something, you don't really realize what it is until you, until you leave. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, most people, you know, most people pretty much stay there, but you know, for this generation, you know, we're going off to college and all that good stuff. So after, like after my, I think it was during my first break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we came back for Thanksgiving, bro, I looked at things so different mm-hmm. because I realized what I grew up in. Asbury is a small city with big city problems, bro. Mm. It's 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 one square mile. Wow. But the way people like, if you say you're from Asbury, people, pe- people, people from North know about Asbury. I don't, I don't know if you know North. North yeah, yeah, North. yeah. I know North. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. So when you go to North, you're like, oh, you from Asbury? Yeah, y'all get it shaking out there. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, bro, it's a, it's one square mile, but you got blood, you got Crips, you got Grape Street, you got. A, a south side and a north side, the east side and the west side. You got a downtown area. You got a beach. You got a suburban area. Mm. And one square mile, my boy. Wow. One square mile. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And it's just crazy too, man, that you were able to to do all the things you did, man, despite all that, not not get into any of the distractions around there, man. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's like it's like the older we got. I mean, it's, it sounds cliche, but it's like the older we got. The more people you saw dead, some people, you know, they just went left. They kind of strung out. I don't know if somebody slipped them something. You see, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you just see, like, single mothers. It, it, like, it's it's, re- it's really cliche, bro. But w- once you get older, you just start seeing s- so much of that. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? That's but, real at the same time, man. It's really happening, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's real. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I will say this, though, man. Like, how do I put it? Like you just gotta, you just gotta know how to, you just gotta know how to maneuver at the same mm-hmm. time too. So it's like because this is what you see and this is what's presented to you doesn't mean that you have to take take that route. And I think that that's where you know what I'm saying where a lot of people make make mistakes where they think that like this is the end all be all like this is it like nah like you gotta look beyond this one square mile. You know what yeah, I mean? That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's and that's true. what and that's what LIU did for me. Yeah, that's what's up, man. So. Um, for, so for your for for being valedictorian, you had to do a speech, right? Yeah, <laughs> the speech. Ah. So what was that looking like, man? What, what was that process like? <laughs> it was it was it was cool, bro. I started writing the speech, and then as I'm writing it, I'm like, man, this sound too. Like, I sound so boxed in, like you know what I mean. <laughs> so so when I actually got up to the podium, I like. I pretty much had my speech memorized for the most part. Like I mm-hmm. would look down just to find out where I was, but for the most part, bro, I had it memorized and I realized that I'm talking to my peers and I'm talking to some parents. So it was like a, it was like 
it was like a highlight moment for me, pretty much, mm-hmm. too, because like a lot of like a lot of obviously a lot of parents didn't really know me except mm-hmm. for my parents. But you know, when I made my speech, and then I got like I got a Spanish award, a math award, and uh, what is it, a history award? Try to remember. I can't. I can't receive it. Yeah, yeah. U- U.S. History Award. That's what's up, man. Right. So it's like they like Spanish, Mikael Brown, math, <laughs> Mikael Brown. Like you know what I'm saying? Like the parents are looking like, yo, who is this dude? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yep. But yeah. It was yeah. I felt like my high school career kind of built up to that moment. It was yeah, time that's awesome, man. All right. So so now you hit up uh you know your your college years, and you become an RA. And you know, I think we've interviewed quite a few RAs actually, but yeah, um, man, <laughs> it's a special, it's a special thing about being an RA, man. It's not an easy task, man. So if you make it through that, man, there's just there's so much you can do, man. But right. let's backtrack a little bit. Can you tell people listening that don't know what an RA is? Like, can you can you break that that down right quick? And what right. that process is like? The process right. is real, man. <laughs> the, the, the process is real, bro. They they make sure that you really want this job. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um. So, so what, what, were, were we on staff together before or was it just, um, summer? I'm trying to remember. I think it was mainly in the summers In the summers we used to be yeah. on staff and then right. used to be like in another building and, you know, yeah, we facts. used to link up every now and then and, yeah, you know, you give me a cut every now and then, you know, right. We used to, <laughs> we used to play ball in the Pratt every now and then. Yeah, sir. Yes. yes. Had a couple workout sessions during the summer. Yeah, yeah. man. And let me tell y'all, yo, this this man right here, he doesn't play with the workouts, man. He <laughs> does not play with the workouts. All right, oh, man, you bringing it back, man. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> they got, they got, they got to know who, who who they dealing with, man. They got to know. Oh um, man. So what, uh, yeah, man? So yeah, what? So what? What? What would you say in RA is? Like, how would you break that down? All right, so RA at Poster stands for resident assistant. Mm-hmm. And the resident assistant, pretty much like the first line of communication for the students to the to the to the campus. Mm-hmm. So it would be your RA, then your RHD, which is pretty much our bosses, and then you have you know you got like administrators and then public safety too. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So so we were like, how do I put it? We were like the ticket cops almost, <laughs> like for, for like for like public safety. That's oh, the, I'm saying that's the way that's the way I look at it. Like if you go through the side door, we gotta we gotta either write you up or give you warning or whatever the case may be. But we gotta enforce campus policy. So that's so that's us. Mm-hmm. And we and we go to school with these people. Some people may be a suite mates. Um, good thing we didn't have roommates though. Unless you're living in the suites, you had your own room, but but you but you live with other people. But yeah, that was any, my favorite part, man. No roommates. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, so so that so that was a plus. So yeah, so that so that was pretty much what it already was. Mm. And then like you know, people don't know, man. When you're applying, like everybody on campus wants that job. Man, so I was in like I don't know when you applied. Like how many people applied? I remember when I applied, it was like pretty. Like it felt like almost the entire campus. <laughs> right? Like, Yo, how am I gonna get this job if the entire <laughs> campus wants this job? Like what? Yo, and it's and it's some dudes you see, you like, wait, you you apply to be all right? <laughs> like dudes you wouldn't even think. You're like, oh sweat, like Yo, oh, that's the, crazy. The perks, man. People don't know, man. The perks, free room and board. Right. You get a little stipend every now and then. Yeah, that bro, you know? that that two hundred covered my car insurance. Like I I I, I didn't I didn't see the two hundred a month, but man, I had car insurance and I was good. <laughs> yeah, it's so I, worth I it, man. Good. And even just just the memories, man, like I have good 
I had some some crazy memories as an RA. Oh, I I don't know if you remember, bro. I was I don't know if I should say this for the kids, but bro, I was throwing parties. Like I was that <laughs> I was that RA. My twenty first was wild, bro. Damn, yo, we were in college, man. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, with, with with being an RA, man, you get these responsibilities and all this stuff you gotta do, but. We in the same we we in college like everybody else, man. Like they don't exactly. expect us to have a party every now and then, like exactly. <laughs> you know. And, and and the funny thing is because um, what was it? So when I turned twenty three, mm-hmm. I had the extra semester of student teaching. So mm-hmm. so the guy who was my RHD, he was actually my resident at one point because I I applied my sophomore year. Well, well, the end of my freshman year, and mm-hmm. I got it my sophomore year. I was waitlisted, mm-hmm. and I got it. Um, what happened? But but yeah, so it's like my very last semester, the guy who was my RHD, he was my resident at one point. So I was his RA. And mm. he and he's looking at me like, yo, bro, I know it's your birthday. Just try to keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say to me, bro. Oh, like, man. Try to keep it down. Now but, we uh, we had a good time in college, man. Yeah, we had man. fun, man. I, bro, bringing bro. back memories right now. <laughs> yeah, man. And bro, I like we used to be in RA meetings. I used to see at the coffee shop, and then and then I used to cut your hair afterwards, bro. Like, yo, the the grind was crazy. The bro. grind was crazy for real, man. Grind was people crazy. don't understand, man. Like, you know, we were both RAs. We were both student teaching. Um, we we had other jobs that we did as well. Right, you know saying like you had the haircutting, and I had um, I was personal training and doing all this type of other stuff. And I remember like walking the <laughs> to work a few times, man. Like uh, it was like five minutes from campus, so you know we used to, we used to walk walk over there to the coffee mm-hmm. shop, and right, um, I'd be like falling asleep sometimes, like like just walking, no. falling asleep because I'd be so tired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh man, yo, I don't know if you remember this one time, bro. It was one of them long days because what uh, it closed at eleven, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, I remember one of them days I had to cut you afterwards. And we both was, I think this was during like the finals or the midterms or whatever. It was probably finals. Uh-huh. Uh, I had to cut you. And we both was dog tired. I'm shaping up your <laughs> front. You remember this, right? Yeah, I remember this. I'm, bro, I'm shaping up the front of your hair. And you oh, doze off. I said, damn. I said, yo. <laughs> He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, no. You, I said, I'm shaping up the front, bro. You just dozed off. You knock it off. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Yo. Oh man, yo, it's funny, man. I, I when I was student teaching, I think I was sleeping like two, three hours a day, man. Maybe, maybe two actually, man. It was, it was, uh, it was wild. <laughs> student, student teaching was, it was a rough thing, bro. <laughs> it was yep. a rough thing. Yeah, man. But you got, you know, RA of the year, man. Like, how how did that happen, man? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I go. There I go again. Right. <laughs> um. How? To be honest. I didn't even know how it happened, bro. <laughs> it was, it was, it was not nah, for real. It was just one of those things where, where I was, I was just, all right. So it, this go back to my whole point of like, uh, like knowing how to separate certain things in my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I was in high school, I wasn't focused on clubs or whatever. I was like, I'm here to get good grades to go into college. Right. So that was my main focus and my main priority. Everything mm-hmm. else was secondary. Um, and I did that. So when I got to college now, I'm like, I'm like, college ain't necessarily about the grades. It's about your connections and your network. That's true. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right, I gotta be, I gotta be able to know how to how to maneuver in a professional setting, in a business setting, um, in a 
in a casual setting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so to me, college was more about making connections. I mean, I, I, had, I had good grades too in college, but I wasn't really focused on the grades. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say this, when I got the RA position, and it's like I always pictured myself like having my own business and communicating with staff and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I treated it like like a business essentially i was like i um i made sure all my all my residents had my cell phone number i made sure that like i was in not constant communication but that they had access to me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean not like nothing crazy but i just made sure that they knew that i was there already you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and i guess because of my personality or, or whatever the case may be a lot a lot of the residents they they definitely felt comfortable talking to me it got to a point where Residents that weren't even my residents is coming up to me, asking me for things. And I'm like, dog, your R raise. You know what I'm saying? Your R raise, your raise him. Like, you know what I mean? He's a highlight yep. him. And they're like, man, he don't ever be around, blah, 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 blah. It's like, I always see you. I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm never here, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Be but, invisible, be invisible. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I think because I had the job from sophomore year too, that kind of, that kind of built up my name and like, like in in the world of res life so um i just i just i just took it serious bro and i was like this the type of ra that i would have wanted for me that's what's up man that's what's up and um that's definitely the way to be too man have that connection with your residents because you and i both know there's a lot of ras that well you might you you might as well put a badge on their like ra shirt (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying like that's that's how hard they were man go hard (laughs) oh my god man if, if there's anybody listening that wants to be an RA or is Yo. already an RA, man, relax. Just relax. Yeah, bro. Enjoy like, college. Enjoy your peers. Don't go hard like that, man. Don't go hard like that. Right. Because remember, <laughs> at the end of the day, you're a student too. Like, you're you're not better than nobody. You just got a job to enforce campus policy. But and, and even with that, there's nuances to it. Cause I, wasn't, I wasn't a go hard. Mm. I, I, I didn't even like writing people up. Cause you gotta fill out paperwork, and you know how those. Yep. Yeah. You gotta write things in <laughs> in third person. And R. A. McKell went to room two hundred one. It yeah. was twelve. It was twelve thirty nine. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, bro, that thing is annoying. But, but um, but what I did was I, I made them know that yo, listen, I do have a job to do. Don't force me to do my job. Mm. So, so like a lot of times, if I saw a resident about to go through the side door, I'm like, yo, my man. <laughs> I'm like, bro, you, I mean, you already know it's after five, my boy. Like, you got to, you got to hit the front door. And if they look at me and flip me off and then go out the side door, well, yeah, I'm writing your ass up. Like, it's, it's, it's that, it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? It's that simple. But yeah, I, I mean, mean. That's that's a violation, man. Cause you let them know like, yo. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. But, you know? but, in, but in most cases, bro, I really had to be like super aggressive or whatever. It was certain times bro. I had some residents I wanted to fight, bro. <laughs> like, nah, like this dude. Oh man, I, I can't even get into it, yo. It's, it's giving me flashbacks. The, the dude was like beating up his girl, and mm. it was in the suite. And There's it's so like, many incidents of that in college. Yeah, man. it's crazy. The, the it's girl would press charges. Yeah, mm. bro. And it, I mean, it's always so much you can do. But yeah, at the end of the day, though, I definitely had a lot of respect from 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 the residents too. Yeah, that's how it should be, man. That's how it should be. And real quick too, <laughs> I don't know if you remember. You remember when we had to. It was like towards like the end of our career at post. Yeah. We had to we had to reapply. Oh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yo, the yeah. dudes was getting shook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dudes was yeah. getting shook. They were like, wait, what? Because <laughs> for y'all listening, like at post, we didn't have to reapply, but towards our last year, they made it like a 
new thing where you had to reapply for the for the job. Yeah, that's funny, man. And I remember so many dudes getting fired, <laughs> fired <laughs> yeah. for, for just like, yo, you had you had duty, and then you went to a party all night, and then yeah. RHD comes through, didn't see you. Like, it's a wrap. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, yeah, you turn done. your paperwork in. <laughs> you're done, bro. It was a lot of fallen soldiers on the yo, battlefield, man. Dudes like <laughs> drinking and hanging out with residents and party, like right. A lot dude. of dudes took L's, man. Like, <laughs> word. Smoke, uh, smoking with their residents, it was yep, yep, yeah, yep. bad, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I remember that, man. That's <laughs> crazy, man. All right, but, so, I'm, but I'm I'm glad we came out victorious, though. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Word. Yes, sir. Um, all right, so uh, so while you know, I guess you're doing the whole RA stuff, you're doing your music stuff too, man. Like you're performing at Carnegie Hall. You know, what I mean, you're yeah. performing in France, like that was through the music program, like at the school. Yeah. So I was wow. a music education major and, mm-hmm. um, and po- yo, yo, post, post is, post has, has some quality, some quality faculty over there. So, mm-hmm. uh, so there was a jazz festival, I think it's called like jazz, jazz Juan. I'm not exactly sure. I might be chopping that up, but it was, it was in the South of French, uh, France, it was in, like near the French Riviera, mm-hmm. uh, Nice, Monica, those places. And, um, and we had, I don't know how, but we had the opportunity to, to perform over there in a jazz festival. That's awesome, man. They paid yeah, for it? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> uh, I think, nah, we had to, I think it was like, it was like two racks. It was like a little over two racks. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, all right, it's one of them things, bro, where God's favor really, really worked out for me, bro. Mm-hmm. So, mind you, I'm the, I'm a sophomore at the time, but I'm the main drummer for the, for the, um, for the jazz band, and for right. the big band. A jazz combo and big band mm-hmm. so so i'm like yo i don't got two racks like so i spoke to the lady that organized the tour and she was like that they have one scholarship program where they pay i'm trying to remember it, it was like it was like a little over two racks i think it was like two and like four or something two and like 500 something like that that's a lot of money man for a college kid it's a lot of money bro <laughs> <For> anybody, <laughs> right <really>. right right <laughs> right to right for especially for a college kid like now yep. looking at it, like oh, it ain't that bad i could work it out but back then i was like yo this is this is damn near impossible <laughs> but she was like she's like yo we have a some type of scholarship program uh-huh. um i forgot what the stipulations were whatever the case may be but essentially uh, the director of the, of of the jazz department told her, like, look, this is my main drummer. Like, we're not about to have another drummer for the tour or nobody else can really step up and fill his shoes. So he, like, he has to be here. Mm-hmm. So so they gave that scholarship to me, bro. That's what's up. All I had to do, I think I just had to come up with, like, I'm trying to remember. Like, like they, they paid for part of it. But then, pretty much, my RA checks was going to to that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, my RA checks pretty much like covered that. So, so that so so that in in, in and of itself was definitely a blessing. That's awesome, man. How long how long you guys stayed in France for? It was like ten days. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. And that and that included the hotel, um, our plane tickets, all the essentials, pretty much. But it di- it didn't include like breakfast and food and none of that. Like we had to go like when we went out to eat, mm-hmm. like we had to yeah we had to end up that money. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that was that was not included with the package. See, that's yeah. important, man. Because sometimes people think that it's just sports that takes you places, man. But 
music takes you places too, man. If you got a special skill in music, man, you'd be shocked, man, how far you can go with it, man. And just different places you can travel to and all that. Absolutely. And even now, like I, I, I got a, I got a, I got a friend out there, man. Even now, like when I'm seeing my pops in England, I <laughs> shoot, shoot over to France and, you know, hang out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, I would have never made that connection if I didn't follow through with music. So. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. You know, one thing I learned later on, man, I was surprised about like that. You were, you were doing the music education. So I just assumed that you were going to be a music teacher. I'm like, all right, <laughs> Kale's going to be a music teacher. Yeah. And then later on, you're like, nah, man, I wasn't trying to be a, te- a music teacher. You know, not to knock teachers like myself, right. obviously, of course, but you had other plans. So what, like, what, what were you thinking with it? Well, so, all right. So my, my thing is I'm always looking at the bigger picture. That's mm-hmm. like my thing. My mind is like 20 years ahead of where I'm at. So my thing was, I saw myself putting shows together, having a band, having an ensemble behind me, all that good stuff. So in my mind, I said, okay, I grew up playing in church. Church musicians are super talented. Mm-hmm. The way that they communicate may not work with a professional. You know what I'm saying? They call it things the wrong name and they mean something else. In church, it all makes sense. But if you <laughs> do it with a whole bunch of professionals, they're going to look at you like, bro, you better, you better, you better talk to me right. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> So just so just really learning the technical side of it and the theory behind it, mm-hmm. I knew that that's gonna elevate me to work with professionals. That you know what I mean. I can speak their language. Mm. So if I'm talking to a horn player, I can say words like "I'm sure" and make sure that you transpose and blah 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 because I understand how to communicate to them in their language. See, I have no idea what that means, but it sounds right. good. <laughs> <laughs> right. So <laughs> you know what I you know what I mean, right? As opposed to like. Let's say if I never took up music, I would be like, yeah, bro, just play it like this. Or just, you know what I'm saying, make it. But I could tell him, like, yo, articulate staccato. So mm. play, the, play the notes real short and tight. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, so, I mean, it just makes communication easier. But long story short, I saw myself pretty much doing that type of thing. So I figured, let me learn as much as I can about music mm-hmm. and apply it to, to my music. Yeah, that's so important, man. I'm thinking about people too that, you know, might be from the streets and might speak like that slangish kind of talk, but are super duper intelligent. You know, when you go out into different fields, man, and you still speak in slang, and then your your whoever you know you're 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 working with doesn't get it or doesn't understand, doesn't vibe. Yeah, it's it's right. different, man. It's different. You you might have to change it up a little bit. And I don't yeah. mean like you selling out. It just means that. You speak in their language, you know, exactly. trying to sell them something, you speak their language. So that's important, man. Just understanding how to speak other people's language, man. And it's cool that you got that early on, man. A lot of people don't get that till later on. Yeah, you know? bro. And and it, and it bites them at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, definitely. Yes, sir. All right, man. Let's uh let's kick into a little little game here called What's Your Favorite? Get to know little Mikhail a little better here. All um, right. All right, so so you know you said you're Jamaican earlier, man. So you know Jamaicans, you know Caribbeans in general, man. We we are foodies, man. Like, bro, so, yes. <laughs> what what's your favorite Jamaican food meal? My favorite Jamaican meal is brown stew chicken. It's very simple. It's not jerk. It's not curry. It's not the oxtail. I stop eating the red meat. Mm. Yo, brown stew chicken hits the spot every time. <laughs> so what, what what do you what do you what do you have it with? Oh, you know the essentials, bro. Rice and peas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Steamed vegetable. Yeah, you know the vibe, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Oh, man, I still 
through my rice and peas and steamed veggies, man. Bro, um, it's 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 one of those things, man. We we just grew up on it, and it's like now we know that's not the healthiest thing. So you know, kind of well, depending on how you make it, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Like with the uh, the rice and like when when I make the rice and peas, I do a brown rice, brown yeah. rice and peas, and then you know the steamed veggies, and then you know I don't eat meat. I don't know if you know I don't eat meat anymore. So oh, I didn't know that. Nah, man, it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I oh, had a piece okay. of chicken. <laughs> okay, nice, nice. So, but but I still enjoy that, man. I still it's it's not unhealthy because I'm making it with brown rice. With the beans, um, organic beans, I, I usually do it with, you know, and then just everything, fresh ingredients, man. And oh, okay, you know, still getting that 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 Caribbean that, that, flavor, man. Yeah, just not the meat. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, I, yeah. I did I did that for like for like a year after, yeah, like after college, but then the holidays kind of tore me up. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Yo, the holidays is tough, man. The holidays yeah. is rough, rough. Yeah. <laughs> so I only, so I only mainly do fish now. If not fish, I do turkey. If no turkey, then I do chicken. If you don't got none of that, then I ain't doing nothing else. Yeah, All right, man. Cool. Um, what is your favorite instrument? I think that, I know this one. I think I know this one. That's a that's a tough question. Yeah. I would I would have to go with my first love drums. I, I knew that I, I knew it was I would, I would have I would have to go with drums. Yeah. <laughs> Bass is dope. Keyboard is fun too, but drums, yeah, drums is it. Yes, sir. Um, favorite song. My favorite song. All right, this is the first one that comes to my mind when I say my favorite song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tupac's Thug Mansion, the acoustic version. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, bringing it back a little bit. Yeah, man. So is uh is he one of your favorite musicians? I'm gonna ask you that next. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. my that's my that's my favorite rapper. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, favorite type of haircut? Oh man, tapers. Tapers. Okay. Yeah, tapers and fades like right there, but I think my tapers is fire. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Favorite clipper to use? And all right, maybe the depends on what I'm doing, but I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Andes Fade Master. Don't okay. go with the Fade Master. The 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 uh the uh, Babyless Pro, the 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 gold effects, those are those are my it's it's a strong second. It's a strong second. Yeah, I've looked I've looked into that, man. The uh the gold the gold uh what are they call it, the Babyless Pro? Yeah. Yeah, and, ba- um, uh Babyless Pro, Babyless Pro is is a company. Yeah, they 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 say that's one of the top ones right now, but bro. Those things are nice. Yeah, I, I got I got the clippers and the trimmers, bro. It's 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 like night and day, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are definitely elite. I might have to look into that. But I do most of my work with with the Fade Master, though. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Favorite thing about making music? My favorite thing about making music is it's a universal language. Hmm. That's true. That's true. Yeah, man. So. You know, you don't gotta speak. You don't gotta speak the same language, but you, but you feel the emotion behind it. Okay, and you know, with the whole haircutting stuff, like you, I guess you started like cutting people's hair in college, right? Yeah, man, it was rough. I needed, I needed some bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, man, college college kids don't know, man. You know, I know we got you know COVID right now. People can't cut hair, but cutting hair is like the ultimate come up, man, in college. (laughs) Yo, it's. I was I was definitely just trying to save money. 
And dude saw me in the bathroom cutting, and they was like, "Man, you cut?" I'm like, "Nah." They like, "I see you cutting yours." I'm like, "Nah, I don't, I don't really cut." I'm like, "I don't want to mess you up either." So, but then eventually, I got so good at cutting mine, people saw my beard lineup mm-hmm. and you know my cut, and they was like, "Yo, you should start charging." Like, you should. They was like, "I'll pay you." So I started with the five ahead, <laughs> right? And then, yep. and then, uh, clientele started building up. I'm like, "All right, I gotta bring y'all up to seven now." They said, "Boy, you should have been charged seven, but." But set seven to get you ten, so yeah. Mm. So in, in a college, bro, man, that yeah, that thing, that thing had, had me nice. <laughs> <laughs> it it was nice, nice pocket money, man. Cause yeah, man, I used to be like, yo, can we do it Friday? Like, ah, man, Friday, I got like four. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, like, like, bro, last last year you, you had none. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah, it it picked it picked up quick, man. All right, so yeah. I know, like, you teaching your you was teaching yourself how to cut. Like, yeah. were you hitting YouTube like? How how'd you go about that, man? Um, see, that's like the dope thing about it. Even to this day, it's like, I mean, yeah, you still gotta be a student of the game, mm-hmm. you know, everything. But your clients will kind of hint at certain things, like, ah, uh, oh, like, like I remember when, it, like, when I started in the shop, they'd be like, "Yo, you know how to do the blackout?" And I was like, "Okay, that's something I gotta learn." Because a couple people asking for it. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, so you definitely see like you know now it's like Instagram heavy, but you see people coming up with new techniques and stuff. But your clients will be like, "Yo, do you do this? Yo, do you do that?" So, so yeah, that'll yeah, that'll definitely keep you. All right, <laughs> all right. Um, I'm about to put you on the spot a little bit. <laughs> oh man. So I know when you learning, when you learning, you know what I mean. You either chop yourself up a time or two, or you chop somebody else up a time man. or two. So, any stories with like uh, a a mess up with the <laughs> the well, cut? I'd have tore myself up plenty of times, bro. <laughs> and it's like it just—it's like it makes you better because you can't be mad at nobody but yourself. That's true. Right? So that's, that's one. True. And we was in college too, so you know you could wear hats in class. Like they don't—they don't care. So mm-hmm. I, I got away with that. Um, somebody, yeah. Matter of fact, I'm gonna bring it back to post days. You remember Omar? Omar. Kind kind of Aki. Um, probably like a, probably like around my height, a little shorter. Hmm. He was like, I think he was like two grades under us, two years under us. Probably by face, probably by face. Word, probably mm-hmm. by face. So Omar is asking for a hook part. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, bro, I never. First, first <laughs> all right, first, right? He was he was one of the people asking for a taper. Yeah. I was like, yo, I ain't really do a taper before. I watched a couple of videos and I got it down. I started doing tapers. It was like, yeah, your taper's nice, bro. So I remember he was like, yo, you know how to do a hook part? I said, Nah, bro, I ain't, I ain't never touched a hook part before. He like, wait, you should say the same thing about a tape. I was like, you know, and it's funny because you like trying not to, but they they like thinking that, man, you got this. Bro. <laughs> I gave my man a hook part. That joint came out like a Nike check. What? <laughs> Tore his ass up, bro. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tore him up. But yeah, how did he respond? Was he... <laughs> he, yo, he, 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 he was cool. He was cool. He, he kept it cool. He was, he was chilling. Um, he was just like he was like, yeah, it's not bad. Mm. I saw that man walking around campus with a snapback for like the next three weeks, <laughs> next four weeks. My, my man had a hat on. Oh man, that's yeah, funny, man. that's <laughs> yeah, part of bro. the game, though, man. That's part of the game. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like every barber got that story, man. <laughs> yeah, man, that's funny, yeah. man. Yeah. All right, so so with the the cutting, like, uh, so after college, were you still like, you know, how how'd you go about? Getting, you know, client like what did you do with your clientele that you already built up after college? 
Well, remember, I live in Jersey. Oh, true, true, true. So it's it's funny too. College was really like the 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 learning ground for all of that. Mm-hmm. So like I had clients' numbers, all that good stuff. So I sent a text out. I said, "Look, this is gonna be my last semester out here." And then when I was graduating and leaving, mm-hmm. I sent a, I sent a text out like, "Look, I'm not I'm no longer ca- cutting on campus." So um, check out such and such. One of my mm-hmm. one of one of my guys, he was like learning how to cut. So I actually did a program on that. Like one of the RA programs I did was like te- teach. I was teaching how to cut hair. Nice. Um, and I actually scheduled pe- like people was like actually coming. I had like two or three people scheduled to get a cut. So I was really like really cutting somebody while that's while I was while I was doing a program. It's a great idea, man. That's a great idea. <laughs> Word. So I was I was getting paid. And I was double dipping. Dang. Because mm. <laughs> think about it, I was on the job being an RA and and uh, cutting hair. But um. Oh yeah, well yeah, but that's the thing though. Like I was saying, so I I lived in Jersey, mm-hmm. so it wasn't much I could do with the clientele. Or the, yeah, the clientele from LIU. So essentially, okay. someone or maybe some people inherited my clientele because I pretty much told all my clients to go to, you know, I mean, a certain person that was that was cutting mm-hmm. on campus. Um, so what I did, I really had to start from scratch. And the hardest thing was people back home knowing me for doing music. Ah. Cause they knew me as the guy that played drums and did all this music stuff and whatever. So they was like, "Yeah, don't you do music?" I'm like, "Yeah, but I cut now too." <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't gotta just stay with one thing. Stick with one thing, you know? Right, right. So <laughs> right, I had to hit the streets. Yeah, I had to hit the streets, man. Hand out cards and really build up that confidence. Cause at first, bro, I was shook. I don't know why, <laughs> but I was shook. Like when somebody walked in the shop, my heart was jumping. I'm like, "Yo, this." I'm like, I, "I've been here before," but. The same principles I applied in college, I just applied it to to to, to the city I was living in, and mm. I looked at it like I'm doing the same thing, just on a grander scale. Yeah, that's important, man, because you know a lot of times we try to recreate everything. You know what I mean? Like there's certain things that are like universal, man. Like just certain ways you you go about doing things that if you know how to do it this way, you can put it into something else like the same way, same routine, and then it'll come out, you know, good. Yep. That's important. Yeah. Yeah, man. So so at what point were you doing that? Did you get into the idea like, yo, I, I need to start up my own stuff and own my own barbershop and, and do it like that? You know what I mean? So that was that wasn't even in the plan. Like my, my plan was cut hair on the side, um, work on my music, let the music take off, and then eventually when my name gets big in music, I will open up a shop. Mm. That was my that was my plan. But you know, they say that what they say, they say that God is the greatest of all planners. Mm. So and and God laugh at your plans. <laughs> so <laughs> so I wasn't even planning to open up a shop no time soon, bro. It it literally happened right after quarantine. Um I I I called I called the shop owner to find out when the shop was gonna open up again. Mm-hmm. Um and all right, let me let me let me backtrack a little bit. Um so I was working at one shop, right? I was working at a shop. Happened to be on Bangs Avenue, no mm-hmm. pun intended, but um, yeah, it was it was on Bangs Avenue, and the um a situation ha- happened with the owner, mm-hmm. so she, she she had to serve some time. Oh wow! Her, her business partner, right? Her business partner owned um another shop, or right. he, he was he was he was a ma- he was a manager for another shop. Mm-hmm. So so he was like, "Yo, you're welcome to cut over here if you want to, bro." I think I started I started over there I think March 11th of 20 yeah March 11th of 2019. Right. Like 
like it was weird. The same day I started there mm-hmm. was the exact same, like a year later, that's when shops closed down. Wow. Like I forgot the date, but it was, it, I remember it was a year exactly. It was the wildest thing. Mm-hmm. So now during quarantine, uh, I'm calling the shop owner. So mind mm-hmm. you, the manager got me over there, but I called the shop owner. I'm like, yo, when's the shop going to open? And and he came in there, he saw me cut. He saw the way I move or whatever. And I think, you know, he kind of, I think he saw something in me, I guess. So, and he even said it too. He was like, he was like, I don't know, you got some type of light around you or something. <laughs> right. I'm like, he, he it is, it's like his whole energy was kind of just like aggressive, but almost nice. He was like, he like, like, yeah, you believe in God, don't you? I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? But like, long story short, I called him to find out when the shop was going to open. Right. And he was like, and he was like, um, he was like, yeah, I didn't hear anything back yet, but, um, you know, we talking, he's like, yeah, how you doing? I said, I'm good. Like, you know, I found my taxes. I don't, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. You know, we soldiers out here. We be all right. And he was like, so you want the shop? I'm like, wait, what? Mm. Straight like that. I was like, yo, bro. I said, I got to think about that one, you know, because I'm not one to just move off emotion. I'm a very mm. strategic person. So it's, it sounded good. The, and the thing about it was that it sounded good, but it also felt like the right thing to do too. Mm. It's not like I didn't see that coming because at the shop I was on Bangs, I was pretty much the shop manager. Wow. Like, right. I started off like low level, just building clientele and I, and I, and I became the shop manager. That's dope, man. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how that happened, bro. And that's I thought dope. about it, prayed about it. And I was like, yeah, man, good to go. Let's, well, well, let me say this. And I also spoke with the staff there. Because remember, I was the last person in that shop. Mm. So I had to make sure that we all on the same page and they know what's going on. And That's I was important. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all about communication, bro. Yeah. Same way I communicate with residents and you know what I mean? So I made sure that that I made sure that they was cool with it too. Mm-hmm. And I spoke to the manager too. Like I was like, yo, this was what was presented to me. If you don't give me the green light, I got no problem just just being a barber in there. You know what I mean? I got I got no problem just coming in and just and just doing my thing and leave. Like, but he was like, You think that is something you can do? I was like, Yeah, I'm pretty confident in it. He gave That's me what's the, up, man. Yeah, he gave me the green light, bro. And that rest was history. All right. So so you called it uh the Kingdom Comb, right? Yeah, the Kingdom Comb, yeah. The yeah, so I can't say the. It's got to be nah. the. <laughs> on, on all the legal documents, I got the two E's, bro. I got the two E's on it. <laughs> all right, all right. All right. What was behind the, the name, man? Well, you know, uh, that's that's kind of my brand, though. Like, I always got, like, a double K with something. Okay. Uh, like, I do a hashtag called Kel Knows, um, Kel Connect, Kel's Camera. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, so I kind of branded myself that way. So okay. with the shop, I mean, I ain't want like, like I remember one of my sweet mates was like, "Yo, you should call your sh-. like he he." This was like 2010. He like and he saw people coming in for cuts in the suite. So uh-huh. he like he like, man, you gotta so you got some underground black market business going on. This. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, you should call it Cal's Custom Cuts." Um, that sounds good too, man. That sounded good too, but. I would have had to make that all K's, and I don't know about having triple K's. <laughs> no, I, I, I stayed away from that. Like, word. yo, what's what's your barbershop? K K K. Yeah, word. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like uh, maybe not. Oh man, <laughs> word. So so, and I wanted to be like something. I wanted to be like something that was my brand too, and like right. maybe my first album was King to Be. 
Ah, I, okay, I, always, okay. I always saw myself as a king. So, and I'm all about, I'm all about building a young generation and telling these young men that, that the king's out here and they should mm. move as such. So, you know, it's just, it's just something that, that felt like, like mine. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, kingdom comb works. And it's like, it's a play on words too. Cause a king dome, you know, like your head is called a dome and then you got, you know, the, like a king, the kingdom is the domain of the king. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and then also comb, you know, I spelled it with a K, but you know, comb used to come here or like, like the phrase in the Bible, kingdom come. So mm. it's like a play on words of kingdom come and kingdom comb. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's nice. Well, I appreciate it, bro. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, man. So you, you the master of the barber, barber, you know, shop when you the cutter guy, man. So you got to <laughs> hit up, hit us up with some advice, man. Um, I know I'm not the only one, man. There's a lot of people out there that that are attempting. I'm gonna I'm gonna say attempting because <laughs> attempting oh, to man. cut cut their own hair, man, because of COVID and some other, you know certain places barbershops are closed or yeah. um, or people are afraid to go in. So if I'm if I'm cutting my hair, man, I have no idea what I'm doing. I just got my clippers, you know, got my lineup kit, and. I'm my, my heart is heavy right now, you know, <laughs> and I don't know, like I don't know man, I'm, I'm taking a, a risk here, man. Like, right. hard give me, give me some pointers here, man. How do I maneuver through this? Well, you want to start off, how do I put it? Well, you're definitely going to start off doing Caesars, which is all even cuts. Mm-hmm. So if you're going with the grain, you got to go with the grain in all areas. So if there's a party of here that goes in to the left where everything else goes to the right, if you when you reach that part that goes to the left, you got to go to the left too. Mm. You understand? You got to go with the grain in all in all all directions of your head. That's that's one, and mm-hmm. and pretty much the inverse. If you're going against the grain mm-hmm. with, with a cut, so if if you're going against the grain and that one part goes to the left, you got to go against the grain to the left. Mm. I mean? So yeah, so that's 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 like law. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. That's that's just law, bro. And right, also, right. also realize that, that you're gonna make mistakes. You're not, you're okay. Not a so I got, I got the haircut down now. What about when I hit hit the lineup? Oh man! Well, <laughs> you see, yeah. That's see that see 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 that's when that's when the creativity comes in. All right. Because <laughs> now you gotta you gotta decide if you're gonna be aggressive with the line or you're gonna try to keep it natural but not violate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so me, like I always ask, like when I'm cutting somebody for the first time, I'm like, so how you want me to do the front? Cause you know, the front most important thing. So we like, all right, how you want me to do the front? You want me to be aggressive with the line, but like, don't violate. Cause you know, some dudes be pushing dudes back to, you know, right. <laughs> so, so oh, you just got, yeah, nah, nah, bro, for real. That's so, real. That's real. Yeah. So you got to make sure that, you know, communication is clear uh-huh. and you know what type of line that they're trying to get. So, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like a sweet spot. You don't mm-hmm. want to push somebody too far back. And you got to realize that if you're making a line, you're going to have to cut some hair. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, you just got to find the sweet spot. That's and, true. That's true. And just speaking on what you just said, man, I know like, you know, even myself, man, sometimes you do the line and you're like, oh, snap, I, I just went, I went way back. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so if that happens, man, like how how do how do you get that back? You know what I mean to where where it was. Oh, the only thing that works for that is time, bro. Time is <laughs> it, is because remember we're cutting here. So if yep. you're pushed back, 
we can't grow nothing back for you unless you want to throw the, the black stuff on there and, and do it like that. <laughs> oh, and also, um, yeah, when you're lining up, start start with the weaker side. Line up the weaker side first. And what's the weaker side? Like the part with less hair. Oh, or, okay. Or, okay. Or, or the part that's like, uh, I guess in the front of the hair, you would start off with the part that's lower. Or, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, higher, higher. Okay. That makes you, sense. you get what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. All right, man. I think I'm I'm good to go, man. All right, bro. More confident now. Yeah. <laughs> you about to be you about to be sending me pictures like, yo, you see this season? Yeah, yeah. 1.5, <laughs> boy. For real, man. Yeah, <laughs> I've been like, I've been mediocre with it. I'm not gonna lie, man. I'm not I'm not nice yet, but I've been hitting up the YouTube videos and trying to trying to learn. Hey, know? bro. Listen, all 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 these things take time, man. Rome wasn't built in a day. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, sir. All right, so um, with the uh, Spencermentals, like how how'd you how'd you start that up, man? Like, oh man, Bro, <laughs> I, it's like I I just knew, man. I was like I was like, man. What one thing I told myself, I was like, all right. And this is what while we was at the coffee shop, I'm like, yo, when I go when I go back home, I'm not doing an hourly job. Like I just I was like, mm. I can't. I was like, it's just not it, like. You, you you remember the 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 manager, man Jeff, man you, 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 you remember, you remember, I you remember you remember Jeff? Yes sir, yes sir. Yo, Never forget bro. Him. Yeah, it's like it's like I just I just I ain't let that man talk to me how he wanted. Like I was just I just I wasn't a I was probably aggressive. Yeah, I was aggressive. <laughs> I was aggressive, but I, I feel like sometimes you gotta stay on your ground, man. These yeah. guys be violating sometimes, man. Right. It's just like, yeah. Talking to you, however, man. <laughs> yeah, bro, and it's like I would just, I would just not stand for that. And and thank, thank God, Miss L, I ain't gonna put her name out there. I love her, bro. You remember? Nah, she was, you know, she was, I'm talking she was about. Yeah, yep. yeah, 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 yeah. Word. So, um, but yeah, th- thank God she was there too. But, but I was like, yo, after I get out of college, I said I'm not dealing with this no more, yo. I need to be my own boss. Yeah, but I, I already knew what it was hitting for. Yeah, I've had those experiences too, man. <laughs> I, he didn't really come at me like that, man. Like we, I, I don't think I ever really talked to him too much. Like, but I could see, I saw it in his character, man, his personality. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and 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 that's and that's and that's what I was saying. Like, I didn't, I wasn't necessarily aggressive, but I was just very like demanding of respect. Like, yo, yeah. my man, you know, I'm talking to you, right? <laughs> like, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, he just, he just had this kind of, you, you know. Yeah, and and for listeners, Jeff Jeff was like this older white guy. He was um, if you imagine like a a a rich type of white person that the way he talked, like that's how his swag was. Right, <laughs> like he like he had no connection to the real world at all. He just yeah. <laughs> he was in this bubble and wanted nothing to do with you. <laughs> it was weird, but um, but yeah, bro. Uh, so long story short, I knew from from earlier on. I was like, yo, I need to have my own business. Mm. And my my nickname is Spence. I got that when I was living in Jamaica. Um, it got it got nothing to do with your with your real name. That's how Jamaican nicknames are. Yeah, that's that's just a. Don't I don't know, know if it's just black or Caribbean or what uh, it is, but yeah, Caribbean too. Same yeah. goes for me, man. I got, <laughs> I got nickname what they, too. What they call you? What they call you? Are you trying to put me on the spot now? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah what they call you, Mister Mastermind? What they what they call you? Oh, uh, man, my nickname is uh is Benji actually. Wow, what nothing am I to do with my name at all, but word <laughs> Benji. All right, but uh, but yeah, bro, it was, it was something that I had in mind for the longest. So I took Spence and I add like instrumentals to it because at the time I wanted to be solely working on instrumentals, mm-hmm. put it together, Spence instrumentals music. 
That's dope. That's dope. Boy, so, um, so did you have to go and get your own studio or like what, what was the process like after you came up with the name and everything? Well, when I came up with the name and let me say this, like mm-hmm. it costs, well, in Jersey, it costs about like 125, 150, 175 if you want extra documents, but it costs about 125 to establish a business. Wow. In Jersey. Right. So it's not I mean, that much at all, man. Bro, it's nothing. <laughs> That's nothing, Mike. Right. Compared for, to the money that you're going to make. Exactly. So I'm going to just say this. If you believe in something and you stand behind your product, man, get that thing stamped. Mm. Put, it, put it in writing. Because yes, especially sir. dealing with, you know, dealing with certain people, mm-hmm. that 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 paper matters. Mm-hmm. So, and especially, if, yeah, yeah, if you want things to be decent and in order, like, you need that joint on paper. You know what I'm saying? Anybody mm-hmm. can say that they own something, mm. but but you you need that in writing. <laughs> yeah, that's so true, man. Yeah. So the first thing I did was put it in writing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was that was end of 2015, okay. and I, and I pretty much had everything in place. But it was a couple studios I worked with. Like I don't have my own personal studio because I don't really record people. Mm. I do like production and composition. Okay. So I'm not like recording artists. They're not coming over rapping nothing like that. I'm I got headphones on. I got a couple. Yeah, of dogs. you don't really need a studio for that. Yeah, I got yeah. some programs and I'm I'm making music. So, and then when I'm recording or whatever, I outsource all that. I I, I know people that are engineers that mix and that record. So you know that's how I do that one. Yeah, that's dope, man. So like when when you get somebody's like if they send you a song or whatever it is, like how do you in your head like think about like the beat you want to put on it or the, like what you want to put on the soundtrack and things like that. Oh yeah. It's, it's all, it's all based on vibes, bro. It's okay. definitely all, all based, all based on vibes. I, I um, you, you know what synesthesia is? Synesthesia. Yeah. Mm-mm. It's the blending of the senses. Mm. So like, like I, I, and I thought that this was normal too. Like when, when, I, when I hear music, I see colors. Mm. So it's like, while I'm making the music, it got to look right in my head too. Wow. That's kind of how I play certain things. So when something is missing, it's because the colors I'm seeing is kind of like missing like a certain a certain tint or a certain brightness. You know what, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like I, I, I hear the music in my head and I see it in my mind too. So I'm like, all right, cool. It got to look like this and it got to sound like this. So that's, that's interesting, man. <laughs> yeah, that's like word. musical genius stuff right there, man. When you start talking about seeing colors and all that. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, yeah, bro. Like it was me and this one other chick in the music department. Like, like we were like we were talking about it. Cause because and the crazy thing is too, it was this professor actually too. Mm-hmm. Like everybody knew that she that she saw colors too. And she was my piano teacher. So okay. we used to, so like randomly, she used to just ask me, like she would play a chord and she would ask me, what color do you see? And I would say a color. And she did this exercise with me like four different times um, in one session. And she was like, yo, I saw the same colors you saw. Wow. Yeah, bro. That's crazy, man. <laughs> yeah, man. And she, she, but she, she's a prodigy, though. She's, so she's a genius. That's dope. Say, so is that something like you either got it or you don't? Like, I, I, do I, I have so. to try hard next time listening to music to see <laughs> right, colors? Like, right. You got you to look real hard, right? <laughs> um, um, yeah, I, I, I think so. They say that. They say that um I did my research on it real quick, bro. They said that uh when we're born, like our five senses are all connected to like the same nerve ending. Mm. Right? Like, like, so the five senses they stem from the same nerve. And they say that people with synesthesia, 
some of those nerve endings, they grow like apart, but together. You get what I'm saying? Right. So obviously I could still hear and I could still see, but those those nerve endings are still like connected in, in some way, shape or form. Wow, you know that's, I mean? that's dope, man. Yeah, if, there's, if there's a movie of um <laughs> of Mikhail Brown, man, in the future, yeah. man, that, that definitely <laughs> gotta be in it, man. The, yeah, the color vision. Word you know, the music. <laughs> Word. Like every time I hear a beat or instrumental, I just I just I just see. I'm just like, oh, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? At the same time while I'm listening to it. That's awesome, man. All right. So I say you got a, a kid that that's listening or a young person listening and they want to be a producer and make beats and do certain things like where 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 do they start off at? Well, it gotta be it gotta be a mixture of of what you're talented at mm-hmm. and what you love doing. Mm. So if you notice that you got a certain like remember I was saying I was humming melodies and bass lines. Right. I was composing before I even knew what that was. Mm. So and then like me me playing music, I used to sit there and practice for hours and not even notice that it was three o'clock in the morning. Mm. And it's like, even if if I wake up in the middle of the night and I can't go back to sleep, oh, I'm I'm working on chops, I'm working on drums, I'm working on, you know what I mean? I'm working on something musical. Right. So I love I love doing it, and I had the raw talent too. So when you combine those two, that's a that's a it's not a deadly combination, that's a lively combination. Mm. <laughs> you, you know you know you know what I'm saying? Yep. So. So yeah, bro, it's a, it's a combination of the two, and once you and once you find those, or maybe it'll it'll find you. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean, but once but 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 once you connect with that, then the rest is history, man. So, okay, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. All right, all right. Um, all right, let's transition into another game here. This is called this or that. Oh man, you choosing between two things. Um, if you want to elaborate, you can elaborate, or you could just you know. Keep it at one thing, all right. So, uh, all right. Um, I know you you rhyme on some tracks sometimes. So, producing the beat or rhyming on a track? Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's bro. That's yeah, that's that's a tough one. You said I can't choose both, right? Well, no, nah, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the name of it, right? The name of the game is, is this, this or that, that? exactly. All right. So, uh, uh man. I'm to uh, I'm gonna say rhyming on the track now. <laughs> oh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was yeah, I'm gonna say rhyming on the track now. All right, all right, all right. I can, I can get super creative. So. All right, cool, cool. Uh, cutting other people's hair or cutting your own hair? Oh, cutting other people. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and the fact now that I'm in the shop with so much other barbers, I get to the point because I used to cut it myself, but mm-hmm. I get to the point now I'll be so tired, bro, and I'm like, oh, I got all these options. Nah, hey, yo, you could you could type me up real quick. Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah man. All right, I think I know this one. Fade or Dark Season? Oh, Fade. Fade all day, <laughs> man. All right, all right, all right. Uh, tape up or just a regular shape up? Taper. You know it. Okay, okay, okay. New school music or, or old? It's, it, old school is just like weird to me because sometimes I'd be listening to music from like 2010 and kids be like, yo, Mr. G, like that's old. That's that old school music. I'm like, what are you? What? Right, I'm right. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like this, this, this little job. It's, it's not old school. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh man. Right. So, so when you say old school, you talking about what we grew up listening on? I mean, for me, like, yeah, old school is like maybe '80s. For kids, it might be '90s, early 2000s, I guess. Well, I'm. Uh, all right. I would. I would say. 
I would say old school. Not not because not because I don't like the new music, but it's just the new music just doesn't have a lot of um how do I put it? It all sounds the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. Part. That's really what it is. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. All right, uh skinny jeans or loose fit. All right, bro. <laughs> so so check it out, right? I don't know if it was where I was in Jersey, but uh-huh. when I started going to LIU, I'm like, yo, why do you do his jeans so tight? Like, why, <laughs> like, why do you do like, why, why are jeans so small? Uh, I'm normally late to certain trends, though, like that. I'd be like, man, I'm not doing no skinny jeans. <laughs> and especially then when you start going shopping, all they got is skinny jeans. You're like, all right, now the waist got to be like two sizes bigger than what I would normally wear. Yep. So, so, I mean... What was what was the option? Either skinny jeans or what? Or loose, you know, like the loose fit. Not the baggy. We don't do that no more. That's, yeah, that's nah, right, right, right. We not, we not you know, it's funny. I, I, sometimes they have like those uh those uh nineties or early two thousand days with schools and the kids dressing up and um you know like in in nineties and two thousand outfits or whatever oh, man. with the baggy clothes. I'm like, yo, I can't Stop. believe we, we wore those clothes. Like what? Yeah, like like why was your t shirt a three X? Like that's- yo. <laughs> Yo. Oh man. That's funny, yeah. man. Hindsight is serious, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm gonna have to go with the skinnies, man. Okay, okay. I, I wasn't expecting that one either. I'm gonna have to go with the skinnies. All right, you know I gotta hit you with the oxtail or jerk chicken. Only book you know what the oxtail. I'm gonna keep it hundred. We're gonna go with the oxtail. <laughs> I don't even I don't even eat red meat no more, but the oxtail prevails, man. Oh my god. And again, man. I tried to make some um, some uh, some mushroom ox. It came out pretty good. It wasn't too bad. Mushroom oxtails, but um, oxtail, man. When I ate meat, oh my god, I had to have oxtail, bro. Like maybe once a week, man. Dang. It was bad, man. Oxtail is <laughs> yeah. like one of the worst things you could eat because it's just pure fat. <laughs> it's, right? It's, it's, it's mad fat, oh, bro. Man. Like but, the next the, ne- the next day when you open that pot, you see all of that on on the, yep. on the gravy. Yeah, man. <laughs> But it's it's so good, man. That's what we got. <laughs> it definitely slaps, bro. It slaps. But yeah, man. Try that. Try that oxtail <laughs> mushroom, man. It might might be a nice replacement right there. All right, I'm on it. Um, guitar or keyboard? Dang, I noticed that you didn't put drums in there too. Nah, you know, you know, that's an easy one. Yeah, Come it would have it would have been too easy, right? <laughs> would have been way too easy. All right, let's go with. Mm, either, either bass guitar or keyboard. I'm gonna say the bass guitar. Okay, 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 okay. Funny thing is, I just got my bass fixed too, and I just picked it up like earlier today. So okay. By the way, man, like what? How? Like what? How many instruments do you play? Like, and what are they? All right. Well, I know it seems like a million, but it's really three. <laughs> Okay. Three uh, drums, keyboard, and bass guitar. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was like a long list for some reason. Oh, nah. <laughs> it's just you could do so much with them. You with know those instruments. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like you you do a lot. <laughs> got you. Got you. Got you. Um, do you have like this is a random question? Do you have yeah. a favorite superhero? Yo, yeah. Uh huh. It would definitely be well. Wolverine was like my childhood favorite superhero. Wolverine. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, but I would, but if I could be like any superhero, I would, I would want to be Batman because he's like the fact that he's a human, 
Mm. And he's like ranked with the likes of Superman and those dudes that are either from another planet or from some wild, you know, freak <laughs> accident or you, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the but the guy is super smart, super strong. Yeah. Yo, real quick, I used to watch these uh I forgot what he used to call them, but he used to put like superheroes from different universes against each other. Mm-hmm. I forgot what they were called, but they put like Spider-Man versus uh Batman. Obviously, mm-hmm. Spider-Man won, he got spider senses and all this other stuff or whatever. <laughs> but but um but they were saying that 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 Batman pretty much pretty much worked himself to the point of like human limit where he could bench press a thousand pounds. He could I forgot how fast they say he could run. But you know what I'm saying? But for a human to push himself to that limit, you know what I mean? Like they put they they you know they stats and analytics up or whatever. But I was like, yo, that's that's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that too, man. Just Batman being multi-skilled at all type of different ten, um things, martial arts and you know, I know you say you dabbled in martial arts too, man. So that I could see that. <laughs> oh, oh nah, nah, nah. I, I took like a little, like a little boxing. You know what I'm saying a little, little bit. Not, nothing too crazy though. <laughs> <laughs> nothing too crazy. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, yeah that's interesting, man. All right. side, sidebar two: Batman chips Superman with some kryptonite gloves. I don't know if y'all read up on that. But, <laughs> right. The the dude made kryptonite gloves and he spanked Superman. See, so, that's yeah. the intelligence right there, man. You could always right. figure out how to how to beat your opponent, man. No matter how strong they are. Right. <laughs> All right, man. So um, yo, man. Uh, Thank you for coming on, man. I, again, I appreciate just the time and all that, man. Um, Yo, Mr. G, thanks for having me, though, bro. Yes, sir. Just one last favor, if you could leave us with your favorite quote or a quote that you like to use and, you know, what it means to you. A quote that I like to use. You mm-hmm. know, you know, on my IG, I got like a million quotes, and now you're asking me for one, and I can't think of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess cause I got to choose one, right? Mm-hmm. But um, let me see. Well, it's all right. It's gonna be funny. This is what I said at the end of my valedictorian speech. Oh boy, starting much, from the beginning. I like that. Right, pretty much ending was, at the beginning. Okay. Yeah, man. As it wasn't <laughs> the beginning, show us how to be in the end, bro. But uh, <laughs> what I said, I said, uh, whoever said sky's the limit forgot that the universe is infinite. Mm, that's dope. Yeah, man. So, yeah, explore the galaxy, man. Don't let the sky limit you. That is dope. That's dope. Oh, man, again, man. Yo, thank you for coming through, man. Yo, thank you for the beat. Like I told you guys, me. the Come beat on, in bro. the intro is is Mikhail Brown, man. His his work right there. Oh, um, definitely appreciate it, bro. Yeah, thanks, man. For, thanks, for, thanks for having me, though. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, for anybody uh, listening uh, that you know wants some more information just about the producing or about cutting hair um, or any you know questions on the instruments and things like that. Is there anywhere they can find you? Yeah, man. So my so my my so my personal IG is the underscore real R E A L mm-hmm. underscore K H A I L. So the real Kel with two underscores in between the words. So the underscore real underscore Kel. And my barber page is Kel underscore cut with a K. So that's K-U-T underscore it. So Kel cut it with with the underscores between the words too. So so Kel underscore cut underscore it. All right. All right, man. I wish I had that connect when I was in high school trying to, you know, line my line line my hair up before hey, before man. class starts. <laughs> hey, nothing happens before it's time, bro. Uh, man. <laughs> Yo. Uh, 
But yo, it was good talking to you though. Hey, likewise, man. Likewise. Uh guys, uh it has been fun. Thank you for listening. Uh and definitely use the connect. If if you have questions, uh hit Mikhail up. He'll, he'll definitely get back to you. Um and remember, your mind is the most powerful tool in the universe. Mikhail just told you that. All right. If you can think it, you can do it. If you believe in it, you can be it. And if you fight for it, you can have it. The world is yours. This has been your host, Mr. G, and I will see you next time on Mastermind.